This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 5. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 5 of the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. This is the language learning show that you need to tune into twice a week, every Tuesday and every Thursday, to get your weekly dose of language learning motivation. I answer your questions live. That's what I do. That's why the show exists. I answer your questions about anything to do with language learning. So without further ado, let's get straight to today's question, which is from Kevin. Hello, Ollie. It's Kevin Richardson here. I'm learning Japanese. And recently I started using Fluent U um, after reading your excellent blog post about it. Now, I started learning the language from a mobile phone advert which was great, and it was immediately usable by me. Um, but I do find that I prefer learning through songs, and I'm learning Arenor Mamade for the Japanese version of Let It Go. Um, I'm trying to sing it more like a William Shatner version of uh, Let It Go, because um, <laughs> I'm not a very good singer, of course. Uh, but um, one thing I find really difficult is... When I uh, know the words to a song, is have you got any tips for how do I rearticulate lines from songs in a in a normal, typical, everyday conversation? Okay, that's the question I've got for you. Cheers, bye. Hey, Kevin, thanks so much for your question, and I love this question because songs and music have always been a huge part of my own language learning. I actually went to music college myself and I, I studied uh, jazz piano at, at university. So I've got a strong musical background and I guess that's why I've, I've always been drawn to music in language learning. Um, the first thing I want to say is, Kevin, I'm really disappointed that you didn't sing, even if it was the William Shatner style. Uh, so maybe you, you can you know leave another message and uh, I'll play that on in a special bonus edition of the podcast in the future. Um, so to those of you listening, Kevin mentioned a, a website called FluentU, which is F-L-U-E-N-T-U.com. And it's a great uh, website that has that where you can learn language with video. And he mentioned the he mentioned something in there which you, you may not have got, which is that he started off by learning something from a mobile advert. Now, what he's referring to is within FluentU, they have all these videos from YouTube and and you can watch those videos and you can get the subtitles and, and the translations uh, all given to you beneath the video. And so he was he was saying that he was watching a, a, a video of a mobile phone advert and they didn't get so much from that. But then he tried a music video and suddenly, you know, that's when he started to, to enjoy it. So that's a little bit of background to the question. And it's a very interesting one because I've learned a whole bunch of songs before and in, in lots of different languages and I've always found that it's quite unpredictable whether or not I will actually be able to take the vocabulary from the songs and actually use that in my own conversations. Uh, it really it depends on a few things but what I wanted to do to start with is just to contrast uh, for you the what songs can be like in different languages. So for example I've learned a whole bunch of Brazilian music before, bossa nova and, and samba. And 
generally speaking, the kind of language, the kind of Portuguese that you get in Brazilian music is fairly true to life. So in other words, it's the, it is the kind of language that people use day to day on the street. Um, now, Cantonese, on the other hand, is not. With Cantonese music, you I mean, Cantonese is quite complex because it's actually a spoken dialect. But in the music of Cantonese, most of the time, they're actually singing uh, using traditional Chinese, written Chinese. And so it's not, if you learn stuff from songs, that's not what people will actually speak like in Hong Kong or in Macau or wherever you happen to be learning Portuguese, with some exceptions. But on the whole, that's true. Japanese is a kind of different story. And one of the, one of the, the interesting things about Japanese music is that because Japanese is, has, has a lot of what you call stress time to it. So you have a, it's a, it's, Japanese is made up with lots of different syllables. When Japanese is put to music, you tend to get very odd phraseology, which means people are singing stuff in Japanese in a slightly strange way. You often get the vowel sounds, the u and the e at the end of words kind of disproportionately stressed, and it ends up being actually quite unnatural. And that's, that explains why if you are learning Japanese, you might often find it difficult to understand Japanese music because you do have, it kind of warps a little bit the, the pronunciation of the language. And it's, it's nothing like often what it would sound like in, in, in real life when real Japanese people are speaking it. So what I'm trying to say here is that songs come in many, many different forms. And it's important to understand, I think, the, the the characteristics of the songs that you're trying to learn in the language that you're trying to learn. I mean, I know English, for example, English music, I mean, there's all different kinds, but on the whole, it tends to be slightly kind of, you wouldn't expect to speak in the same way using the kind of lyrics that you get from songs. So songs in general, I mean, they're, they're, they're excellent to use for language learning because it just gives you this different dimension it's not people speaking it's people singing and melody when it's set to language is extremely memorable it helps you to it helps to kind of anchor the words in your brain and it just it does make it much more memorable once you've learned a, once you've learned a song it's incredibly difficult to to rem- to actually forget it and i just just earlier on today I, I caught myself singing or humming to myself this this japanese song that i learned back in oh, even before I went to Japan, before I knew what any of the words meant, I'd actually learned it, and I'm st- it's, I've still got it to this day, kind of five years later. The other thing about songs is that singers, if they're good, tend to pronounce words extremely clearly, so they can really, really help you with um, pronunciation as well. So, you know, all of which is to say that songs are an excellent resource for learning, for learning the language, but, uh, you know, it's not a given that songs will actually kind of translate into conversation which is Kevin's question how can I use how can I take the stuff I'm learning from songs and use it in conversation well you know in the case of Japanese I think often you're you're in a situation where the stuff that you're learning isn't really particularly natural language so you've got to bear that in mind songs you know they, they are in exactly the same way that people love Al Pacino and Robert De Niro in the movies, for example, because they speak, you know, they're, they're, they're awesome when they speak. You know, their lines are some of the best in, in movie history. But, you know, when was the last time you caught someone on the street speaking like Al Pacino? You know, that doesn't really happen. So you've got to, you've got to take it all with a pinch of salt. So it's not a given that songs are necessarily the best way of learning to speak. I, when I'm learning a language, I tend to see songs as more of a tool for discovering the 
language. I, I do tend to learn quite a lot of songs, and I find that because the quality of the lyrics tends to be quite good, it tends to be good, nat, good, uh, good examples of the language, that you can learn an awful lot about the, the, the vocabulary and the grammar of the language by checking out um, songs. Um, they're also great for impressing at karaoke, of course, and especially Kevin, since you're in Japan, uh, you know, I, <laughs> I, it's a good idea to learn as many as many Japanese songs as you can. So here are three things specifically that I would do if I really wanted to take the vocabulary from the song and 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 learn it so that I could use it in speech. First of all, I would probably not try to learn the whole song at all. I would um, I would take I would identify keywords and key phrases from the song that I've learnt that I then want to be able to use. And I would stick those in a flashcard app of some kind that uses space repetition system, something like Memorize or Anki, or the, the one that I use personally is called Flashcard Deluxe. So I would take parts of the song, try I would try to take whole phrases, and I would put them in my flashcard app, and then I would use that app to practice the, um, to, you know, to, to, to review that those words and phrases on a daily basis and I would make sure to set the flashcard app to display English first so when, when you I'm reviewing my flashcards it displays English and then I have to then remember what the the line is in Japanese that forces you to not only be kind of passive about it but to actually say okay well here's what I want to say in English and then you actually have to actively recall the Japanese and that's kind of a preparation and like a mini rehearsal if you like for when you actually come to speak. The second thing I do is that when I'm having my my language exchange or my speaking sessions or whatever whatever they may be, I would take some of that key vocabulary from the song and I would write a little list next to me and I'd just simply keep it on the table next to me and I would I try not to make it too many things, maybe seven or eight things at most. And I just keep it there and I tr- and I'd use it to refer to during the conversation. And I just try to sort of sneak it in, elbow it into the conversation a little bit as I'm going. And that seems like a very simple thing. But it, but often one of the problems when you're speaking is that you actually need to kind of remember what to say. So that's a useful trick to help it keep to help you keep those words and phrases at the front of your mind and actually try to practice them in the conversation. The third thing I do, um, which is a bit more time consuming, is I would actually take the vocabulary and start to do bits of writing with it. Uh, the kind of thing that I like to do is to take words and phrases that I'm trying to learn and to write little monologues or, or speeches as short as possible, generally kind of under 60 seconds, but to kind of do a bit of writing, it could be creative writing, it could be some uh, kind of self-introduction or something, using the the words, the vocabulary that you're trying to remember. So I'd write it out, I would get it checked by a native speaker, either my my tutor or or online using a service like lang8.com. And I'll put all these all these URLs in the show notes. So I'd, I'd I'd write it, I would get it corrected, I'd get someone to record it then, maybe either my tutor or using a service like rhinospike.com. And then I would go off and I would learn it myself. I'd memorize it. And then what happens is that you you know, this is one of the the best things you can do to try to to try to you know really remember and make sure you remember certain certain uh, items of vocabulary. So three different things, three different ideas there for you to to try to remember that stuff. What I'd say though is ultimately, given what we've said about 
songs not being particularly natural all the time, I wouldn't worry too much, and I wouldn't be thinking to yourself, you know, if I can't use all the words from this song in a conversation, you know, what's wrong with me? I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about that at all. I think you don't have to use songs for that particular purpose, uh, and indeed, I, I tend not to, and I tend to use them more, like I said, as a way to kind of discover the language. So, Kevin, brilliant question. Thank you so much. And if you'd like to leave me a question. It's very simple. Simply go over to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash ask and that will direct you to a cool little widget where you can leave me your own voicemail question and I'll do my best to answer it here on the podcast. Now I'm giving away three copies of my video course. My, my video course is called Language Learning Foundations. It's all about how to learn a new language quickly and efficiently. It walks you through the, the specific techniques that I use when I'm learning a new language. And I'm giving away three copies. I'm doing this to mark, to celebrate the launch of the podcast. And if you'd like to be in with a chance of winning a copy, then here's what you have to do. Simply head over to iTunes and search for this podcast in the iTunes store. I will teach you a language podcast. Once you've found it, two things you have to do. First of all, leave a star rating. And uh, of course, I'm hoping it's going to be a five star rating because you know how awesome is the podcast? Uh, only joking, you can leave whatever star rating you want and then leave a review which includes your name and then what I'll do is in due course I'm going to pick three people, three lucky winners from around the world and they will each receive a copy of my Language Learning Foundations video course which is worth $97 each. So at the end of each episode I like to leave you with a little something on the topic of the episode, of the question that's come through that you can take away and explore further. And today I'm going to talk about a fantastic website, one of my favorite websites called Fluent U. And this is one of the, this is the website that Kevin mentioned in his question. Uh, The URL is fluentu.com, which is F-L-U-E-N-T-U.com. And it's language learning with video. If you're a visual person and you like to see people speaking and you like to follow along with videos, uh, that are taken directly from YouTube and to have translations, subtitles, uh, even vocabulary. It's a hover dictionary there, so you can hover over whichever word you want. You can then export that to your flashcards. It's an f- absolutely fantastic service, and I use it on a on a daily basis to learn Japanese, but they also have a bunch of other languages there. So if you if you like video, if you like the sound of learning languages with video, then head over to fluentu.com and check it out. So that's it for me. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you on Thursday for episode six of the I Will Teach You a Language podcast.